I thought I had uh, pretty much known everything that was going on uh, with the January 6th insurrection. And, um, you know, what the committee hearings uh, proved to me is there's an awful lot, uh, you know, more stuff that we have to find out as an American public about what happened uh, that day that our government almost fell. And, um, you know, one thing that I was heartened by was the fact that I think, uh, you know, they had 20 million viewers um, for those primetime hearings. Um, you know, some of the, uh, uh, you know, testimony was absolutely riveting. Um, and, you know, there were some, you know, unbelievable takeaways uh, that I think if, um, you know, the American public watched the hearings uh, and, and watched it, you know, through an unbiased lens, uh, they would realize just how serious an event January 6th was. And it was certainly no tourist event, uh, as a uh, congressman from Georgia uh, said about a month later, uh, a, a supporter of Donald Trump. Uh, it was anything but a tourist event. It was an extremely violent action. Uh, and, you know, like I, like I said earlier, our, our government almost fell that day. Well, there was, there was deaths, there was injuries, and like you said, the government also almost fell that day. That is a big day, unfortunately, in U.S. history. What do you hear they're going to present this week? Just more of these 350 or 150,000 periodicals that they have, David? What do you hear on this front? Well, I think what they're going to do is each, each uh, hearing is going to have a slightly different theme. So my understanding is that uh, today the hearing, which uh, starts at 10, I encourage all of your listeners to actually tune in, um, but it starts at 10, and I believe that they're focusing on Donald Trump in this one and his efforts to perpetrate the big lie uh, that he won the election, that Joe Biden lost the election, something that is pretty easily disprovable. Um, and the fact that he perpetrated this big lie uh, in order to um, undercut people's uh, confidence uh, in the results of the 2020 election. Uh, and then each, each hearing thereafter, uh, you know, there's going to be another primetime one, I believe, on June 15th. Um, and, um, you know, that'll focus on Trump's efforts uh, behind the scenes to get people who are working for him in, his, in the government uh, to, you know, help him with this uh, effort uh, to try to make sure that, um, you know, the, the results of the election uh, were not uh, certified. With us is Dr. David Cohen, professor of political science, University of Akron, and we're right into the middle of midterms, right, David, and the midterm elections coming up in November. Here come these hearings out, but also on the GOP ticket, we still hear the name of Donald Trump, a big player there. What about these hearings roll, and how about so far some of the election, the primaries leading up to the midterms, and comparing that to Donald Trump's influence in that party right now as we stand halfway through 2022? Yeah, I mean, there's no question that Donald Trump is going to have a huge role uh, in the midterms, uh, which is something that's extremely unique because normally when a, a president is out of office, especially a president that lost after just one term, you know, they're rarely seen or heard from again. <laughs> and um, uh, this is different. Uh, Donald Trump has, has had an enormous influence uh, already on the midterm elections because so many of the Republican primary candidates have really sworn allegiance to him. J.D. Vance uh, essentially uh, decided to, you know, go against what he 
talked about in the past, um, which was uh, very highly critical of Donald Trump, uh, and instead he, he essentially pledged his loyalty uh, to Trump. He got his endorsement, and, and he is now the Ohio um, Republican Senate nominee uh, for the general election. Uh, and, and Vance is, is not unique. This happened throughout the country. You know, there were some Trump-sponsored uh, candidates that lost, um, but the majority of those candidates um, won. And, um, you know, the fact is that John, Donald Trump has remade the Republican Party uh, in his own image. Um, and, and the vast majority of the candidates uh, are on record saying, for example, that the 2020 election was stolen uh, and that if they're in office, they're going to make sure that the 2024 election uh, isn't stolen. Uh, and that includes not only people running for governor or people running for U.S. Senate or people running for state houses, but it includes people running for secretary of state in the various states. And those are usually the elected officials that oversee elections. It's really dangerous when you have people uh, that p could potentially be in power uh, that have pledged to do anything they can to make sure that their own party wins. Dr. David Cohen with us, professor of political science at the University of Akron. You mentioned J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan in the elections coming up in November in Rob Portman's old seat. That is an election, David, that many people across this country are going to pay close attention to. Well, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the Senate uh, is, you know, essentially um, evenly split, 50-50. Uh, and, um, you know, it is uh, in both parties' interest to try and, and uh, you know, hold on to the seats they have and to, to uh, win a couple of seats that they don't have. And it's, um, uh, it's a targeted seat. You know, Ohio's uh, has been a swing state for the last several decades. Um, and honestly, I think uh, right now polls are showing that this election uh, for the U.S. Senate seat is, an, uh, is a virtual toss-up. Um, this is the best chance that Democrats have had in years um, to win a Senate seat in Ohio, uh, along with Sherrod Brown. And, um, you know, J.D. Vance uh, is, is, is somebody that um, is not particularly well-known among Ohioans. And, you know, he's a, he's a fairly flawed candidate. It's going it, to be a litmus test, on, really, on the power that Donald Trump has and, and to see what kind of popularity he has. Um, in November. Um, and uh, both parties are going to sink a lot of resources uh, into this campaign. David, concern level on the Democrats heading into the midterms? Oh, huge concerns. I mean, uh, I think the biggest uh, factor for Democrats um, is uh, the economy, and not the economy in general, because the economy in general is doing very well. Uh, it's inflation. Uh, and unless uh, you know, the, the Biden administration is able to, to get inflation under control. And that's something that, you know, presidential administrations have very little, you know, role in or power over. Unless inflation really comes under control in the next couple months, it's going to be extremely difficult uh, for Democrats nationally. And, you know, um, the, the president's party always struggles in a midterm. Uh, that's just, you know, typical. I mean, there's a, there are a couple of examples of elections where that wasn't the case, but it's, those are few and far between. So, so you know, it was already uh, going to be a, a tough uphill battle for Democrats going into the midterm election. But unless inflation is under control, and, and inflation affects everybody, um, 
you know, that could really suppress turnout on the Democratic side. It could spur turnout on the Republican side. And, uh, you know, it could be uh, an ugly November uh, for the Democratic Party.